Hello Fabled Family, it's been a little while since I released an episode and that's because I've been distracted researching my own family's tree. Just searching through my ancestry has been incredibly inspiring and I thought I might share a little bit about why I found it to be so enlightening with you today. So I'm trying something a little new here. I thought that maybe on the occasional Friday, if I had something to share, I could share with you some of the other topics I'm researching that's not for a regular episode. So if you like this, please do let me know. You can write me at vanessa at fablecollective.com or you can find me on social media at Fable Collective. So today I kind of want to talk about how my roots have inspired my legacy in a way. When I first sat down to write this, this post and share this with you, I didn't know where I would go with it. All I knew is I wanted to document the things I was learning from researching my family tree. So these are just a few of the many lessons my ancestors have taught me and how I feel that they've shaped my life forever. The first one is that life is painfully short, so we should live it well. One of the most obvious lessons I learned is just how precious and brief our time here is. From the 1500s to the 1800s, the average life expectancy was around 30 to 40 years old. By 1900, life expectancy had ticked upward to about 49 years old. And by 2000, it was around 77. And here in 2022, it's sitting at approximately 79. Our ancestors lived awfully short lives. They had to focus on the things that mattered because no one had time to spare. I've often wondered if our lives would look much different if we knew we only had 30 to 40 years to live. There are so many things I imagine we would quit immediately. All the time sucks that we've allowed to steal from us. Social media, Netflix, online shopping, I would think those would be some of the first things to go. I imagine we'd spend lots more time with the people we love, and we'd spend time in nature, and enjoy the simple small things that make us feel good and alive. When we recognize how our lives are but a vapor, we tend to make choices that align with who we want to be and naturally become more fulfilled. The second thing I learned was that the greatest legacy is love. Focusing on living well leads us to think about our legacy. So often we think of legacy as children, and while children are an important legacy in life for sure, the relatives that stand out are ones who were sorely missed by their communities not just their families. They were the ones who impacted everyone around them. They loved well and wide. They did great things, built stuff, made memories, and left their imprints on the world. All of these things that would long outlive them. The ripples we make within our sphere of influence make all the difference. Bottom line, they lived for more than just themselves. It made me think about my own legacy and how I'd like to be remembered. 
When I begin my day now, I want to focus on the big picture and not get bogged down by the mundane tasks that often fill our time. The other thing I learned was that there is nothing new under the sun. Getting caught up in the busyness of life keeps us distracted and absorbed in our own problems. But every pain, every loss, every sickness, every difficulty has been faced by those who came before us. People use their painful stories to further their businesses and brands in our culture. While I believe our struggles are an essential part of our testimonies, there's nothing new to our pain. Everyone has pain of one type or another. Instead of using it to highlight what makes us unique, we do better to acknowledge that everyone is hurting, has hurt, or will hurt. Pain and suffering is a human experience. We aren't snowflakes. Our strength is forged by fire. Our stories are powerful. We should take care in how we use them and our motivations for why we choose to share them. Another thing, we are the fruit of our family tree. Our stories and all that we are have been weaved by our family. Our environments and experiences certainly make their impressions, but we inherit so much from our ancestors. Our looks, our builds, our talents can all be traced through the generations. Certain illnesses or addictions can be linked to our family too. We can find so much information about what we may be prone to through death certificates. But death is never final. Each of us is building a legacy that interweaves with the past and the lives of our loved ones. Writing, for example, is an interest I inherited. My grandfather and aunts were writers. I'm finding that several other interests, including a possible reason that I wanted to live in my current city, can also be traced to my ancestors. Pieces of myself are scattered about my family's tree, and for reasons I don't quite understand, this gives me confidence about who I am. Feeling that connection makes me feel stronger, like they're with me and I'm never alone. The other thing is that your family tree is a tribute. The main reason I began this journey was to honor my grandmother. She left behind a massive legacy of love. Before she passed, she shared all the relatives she could remember and their info with my aunt, who then shared it with me. These were people whom she loved. They mattered to her, and they mattered to me. This tree I'm researching and building is a tribute to them. In this way, I hope that they know that they are remembered and loved. Here's something, though, that I didn't expect. Though building my family tree has been rewarding, I realized early on that not everyone is into this sort of thing. Some of my family feigned interest or said things like, oh, that's neat, but I never knew those people. As an amateur historian, I find this completely baffling. All history fascinates me. But still, I understand it's not everyone's thing. 
But I thought if any history would interest someone, it would be about their own bloodline. That turns out not to be true, though. All this made me wonder what it is about our culture that disconnects us from our past, even our own family's history. From speaking to my family members, I gathered that there's a general sense of forgetting and rediscovering when asked about people who've gone on. It's almost as if these memories are sorted, packaged, and placed in the attic of our minds when someone leaves this world. Is it fear of our own mortality? Is it our discomfort with death that causes this? I don't know the answer, but if you decide to research your family's tree, don't be surprised if everyone isn't as excited about it as you are. Still, I really hope that this episode has inspired you to research your family. You may be surprised what you find there and the stories your ancestors have to tell. And you may, like me, walk away feeling inspired to focus on your own legacy. If you'd like to get your first 30 days half off with Ancestry.com, I'll leave a referral code that gives me a small compensation at no cost to you in the show notes. In other news, I wanted to let everyone know that I've decided to close my Patreon account. Um, For that reason, I will be sharing the spinoff that I mentioned, Literary Monsters, here on the podcast. So that is something that you should look for in the next few weeks. I also have a regular episode that's already been written. I just need to record it. So that will be out for you soon. So from now on, if you'd like to support the show, you can leave tips through PayPal or Venmo, and I'll leave those links also in the show notes. Fabled is produced by me, Vanessa K. Eccles, with music by Kevin McLeod. Until next time, thank you for listening. <laughs>